You are listening to the Purvakhyan podcast where we discuss historical events and impressions of the past. This podcast is dedicated in the loving memory of our late grandfather Kaka Sahib Chitay. He loved to tell stories, all kinds of stories, especially about his experiences. His face lit up when he shared stories and they were such in detail as if he remembered them from a few minutes ago. He always shared a piece of his past. He would share his tales hoping to let us learn from them and imbibe our own versions into our lives. This podcast is hosted by Savni and Arya. Hope you enjoy. Let us continue this chilling series with the most nerve-wracking and heart-racing event that occurred in the Cold War. A time of intense deliberation and need for prompt actions that would determine the fate of the world. Let us shoot our way through the Cuban Missile Crisis. This was the event wherein we catch a glimpse of how fragile relations had become between these two superpowers. They only knew each other as enemies and wanted to do anything possible to take each other down. The only thing they had in mind was to not let their na- own nations face any damage. At this time, the two nations were hurling towards a conflict that would determine the fate of all of humanity only by the push of a button. We see that this was definitely an intense time for not only USA and Russia but the entire world. Well, it would have been as with the kind of missiles we are talking about, they must have been the nuclear powered missiles that we use today. And with such power always comes that much destruction. And if you thought I was going to say responsibility, you've been watching too much Spider-Man, which is great. But coming back to the 1960s. So World War 3 at this time would result in the deploying of a nuclear strike from either side, which would only mean worldwide destruction. Yep. You got the picture. Mhm. But let's see how we actually got to this situation, shall we? Well, in 1959, the small island nation of the coast of southeastern USA named Cuba had officially become communist. We see that this nation was one of the few like China that had willingly joined communism after a failed US invasion to stop the spread of communism. Thus, it uh, it became a forcible or uh, sorry, not forcible, but a bound ally of Russia. Now, in 1960, Nikita Khrushchev, the then leader of the Soviet Union, had the idea of placing his truly trusty, sorry, intermediate and long-range missiles into Cuba. He wanted to do so to take advantage of the situation that US would be put in. The US would have very few options for diplomacy, and he could take up the chance to negotiate for Berlin. He had the perfect explanation for his actions. he could term them as defensive as the us through the actions of the nato had installed missiles in turkey and surrounded ussr so nuclear missiles were loaded onto freighters and russian soldiers were shipped to the island of cuba in 1962 okay so we see that khrushchev now had a motive and supposedly reason to place missiles in cuba well that would mean that the us government would have to devise a strategy to negotiate with them without stirring any acts of war on the way wouldn't this leave with diplomacy as the only sensible option well yes 
But the thing was that J.F. Kennedy, who was the then president of the United States, had clearly told Khrushchev that he would take action if Khrushchev were to place missiles in Cuba instead of a defensive backup. But Kennedy had made this pledge thinking he wouldn't have to go through with it, as Khrushchev wouldn't want a nuclear war either. But now Khrushchev had done it, and there was no way out. Kennedy had to take action. Well, he was definitely in a tricky situation. This leaves them with only a limited number of options, doesn't it? Yes. He gathered a team of special officers and secretary men to form the XCOM that would deal with the course of action for this deployment of Soviet missiles into Cuba. For weeks, they deliberated on this, and many of the defense officers pushed for an airstrike or an airstrike followed by an invasion. But Kennedy knew that this would lead to a potential breakout of war. Another way would have been a diplomatic approach. But this would have low chances of success, but better peaceful outcomes. But don't these options call for potential risk of nuclear war, since diplomatic relations were already fragile and an invasion would just mean war? Yes, correctly. Well then... It surely is a complicated situation because Russia might not get convinced by diplomacy and they will appear to be fraternizing with the enemy. That leaves them with only one option, which will certainly lead to war. Yes, that was a really precarious deal of events and thus XCOM had not been able to decide on a plan of action for a whole week. But now they had devised another plan. Kennedy would issue an address to the public of U.S. in a live broadcast. It said that USA will now be inflicting quarantine onto Cuba and that every ship would be stopped and searched. Any act that jeopardizes the safety of USA would be followed by a complete retaliation. Wow. An hour before this broadcast, he would be delivering an ultimatum to Khrushchev. Kennedy demanded that Khrushchev remove the missiles from Cuba. Well, Kennedy kind of solved the issue temporarily. It's as if USA had played its move and it was Russia's turn now, <laughs> like a game of chess. So now Russia would have pulled back all the ships carrying the missiles. Khrushchev probably didn't like that Kennedy put a blockade and he must have further demanded that US remove its missiles from Turkey. Exactly. But the thing was that communication from one side of the world to the other can't be that fast. Right, it's the 60s. <laughs> it would need hours for the letter to reach and then be translated and then finally sent to Khrushchev. Thus commenced a long and intense period of deliberation and the world held its breath. Many events occurred during this intense time. There were many Soviet ships on course to Cuba, carrying thousands of missiles. They were about to reach a line of U.S. naval ships that would definitely fire and wage war if the situation demanded so. At this point, a few incidences that could be a matter of luck that saves the world had occurred. Among them, by far the most precarious one, would have been regarding a Soviet submarine. The submarine was too far down to communicate with the surface. Thus, it had carried on towards the U.S. blockade. Wow. The U.S. ships had sent depth charges to pull the, the submarine to resurface. 
The crew thought that war had already started and so readied the launch of a nuclear missile. But to launch this missile, they needed the approval of three officers, the captain, political officer and the second in command. The previous two had already given their uh, authorization for the launch, but the second in command, Vasily Arkhipov, had refused. Whoa, that means that only by chance refusal of one man, the world has been saved yes. from nuclear destruction. <laughs> That's pure luck. This crisis also resulted in the death of a 35-year-old US pilot, Major Rudolf Anderson, whose reconnaissance plane, which is a spy plane, was shot down by a Soviet missile. But the end of the Cuban Missile Crisis came with a deal between USA and Russia, wherein Russia would retrieve its missiles from Cuba and USA would have to remove the missiles in Turkey. These incidents tell us how two nations could have left to not only the destruction of their own countries, but the annihilation of the entire world. After this dreadful missile crisis, these two nations would never again face such a confrontation involving nuclear power. But the Cold War was not over yet. In fact, we don't even know whether it is over today. Exactly. I hope you liked to listen to this ice cold podcast. Please suggest some more topics that you would like us to discuss on our Instagram, underscore Puivakyan underscore. Thank you for listening and please like, share and subscribe. Disclaimer. This podcast does not wish to harm any values or opinions of any person or community. This is merely a history podcast to share information.